Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Daring Adventure. I am Trista Gurton, your host, and I am thrilled, very happy that you are here. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking to Charlotte Reichenberg, who is the creator of the letsmoveabroad.com platform and also the author of the recently released Let's Move Abroad Guide to Moving Overseas. Welcome, Charlotte. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited to talk to you. You know, this is a topic near and dear to my heart. I've spent many years living and working overseas. So this is yes. this is a lot of fun for me. Thank yes. you for your time. <laughs> okay, so why don't we dive right in and maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started living abroad and and why? Yeah, of course. I don't know about how it started with you, but for me, I think if I'm really looking at how it started, like it was a feeling. It was this unexplainable urge, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I was living in Amsterdam with my boyfriend and we, have, we were having a great time, great friends, you know, family close by, but there was this unexplainable urge that wanted more this this need for adventure I guess and and at one point I realized that it, it was a move abroad that we that we wanted to expand our experience and and our careers and and move abroad so yeah that's that's when we decided that that's what we wanted to do and we actually decided to move to Sydney because of the language, um, because back in the days we were, you know, young, so we could get a working holiday visa. And um, it was a country that I always wanted to visit anyways. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, down under, far away. And it was also a great opportunity to explore that side of the world. So, yeah, that's, I guess, yeah, from that unexplainable urge, it was the realization that we wanted something more and, and dive into a new adventure. Okay. Okay. And how old were you at the time? I think I was like 24. Yeah. Okay. So pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> had, had you done a lot of traveling before that? Like, were you a big traveler? I, I, oh, I'm always, I've always been intrigued by traveling and, you know, seeing other cultures and, and exploring different countries. That was always something I was really intrigued by. And I, studied abroad before that when I was in my early 20s I, I studied at Berkeley in San Francisco mm-hmm. so there there was you know it, it didn't came as a huge surprise I guess for the people around me but yeah I, there was always this interest in other countries in the world yeah nice okay and so how many countries have you lived in since so yeah we've lived in Sydney for five years actually so what started out as let's see what we can do you know <laughs> moving with two suitcases and a visa and just a big dream turned out to be like five years of amazing adventures in Sydney yeah. um, and then we actually 
lived all over for a year and traveled the world with our one-year-old son mm-hmm. um so we had kind of like digital nomads we lived in america um, in taiwan actually as well so we kind of traveled the world and and stayed at some places for a longer time and in canada as well actually your your home country oh, okay nice. um, <laughs> and um then we went back to the netherlands for a little bit and moved to dubai Okay. So that's where we are at the moment. So, um, yeah. Okay. Very nice. And so how do you think it's changed you? Uh, In so many ways. I think the main thing that stands out for me is that it has given me this amazing sense of confidence and trust in myself and my, you know, unexplainable urges. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's such a big and profound change. You know, you're you're starting from scratch in, a, in an unknown country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's down to you to make it a success, right? And um, that has taught me so many things, uh, and has led to incredible adventures and opportunities including starting Let's Move Abroad and writing a book. And um, yeah, for me, the main thing that stands out for me is that it, the confidence boost and and, mm-hmm. and a sense of pride in myself for building a, a life that um, I'm happy with and, and you know, that, that gives me so many amazing opportunities and memories and, and really, yeah, living my best life, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think you're right. And I think you know, for myself, I really notice, you know, the, just the the ability to manage change and problem solve. And yeah. yeah, it is it is such an amazing opportunity for growth and expansion. I think that happens much quicker than normal. Like if you were, you know, in in other situations, it's it's just yeah. an opportunity to 10 times your 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 learning and your your development I think totally totally and I think that's some one of the things that I think is so is so beautiful that in a short amount of time you're thrown in the deep and all these challenges are hitting you and you're just like I guess you get this like bag of tricks that you didn't know you have and you're just mm-hmm. on your feet and, and making it work. And, mm-hmm. you know, some setbacks are, you know, exhausting and emotionally draining, mm-hmm. but then there are other things that you get so much energy out that you're like, I did this, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then you're, you're, you're ready to move on and you're, you're able to do it. I think, yeah, that's that's one of the amazing things. Like it, it really makes you a well-rounded person, in my opinion. I feel having been exposed to all those setbacks and challenges and putting yourself out there to yeah, again, start as a life from scratch is is humbling. Um and and it's 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 a great way to to learn more about who you are and what you want. Like mm. I think one of the things that you know you grow up in a safe environment with your family and friends, but when you leave that, their opinions, they still matter, of course, but it's not a constant, yes. they're not constantly there. And so you have to figure out what you want. And obviously you talk to them for advice, or but it might not be something they've experienced. So it's really you that have to decide 
what you want and what that life looks like. And that, I think, forces you to really think about what you want. And, and I think that's it's a great opportunity to learn more about yourself and what you want to, you know, mm-hmm. do in life. Yeah, and I think just just changing countries like that is very freeing and it does give you a new sense of independence whereas you know things you never would have considered or you would never would have done just being in the confines of yes with your family with your friends and just those habits and patterns that you've you've grown up with just you know removing yourself from that environment just opens you wide up to all sorts of new experiences and opportunities yeah exactly yeah and i think to me it's it's having that experience i feel it makes people better i i think it made me better i'll talk for myself it might, <laughs> it might not make everyone better but i think for me it personally made me better i think it made me a better nicer more open-minded person mm, nice and one of the things too is I always even even just taking a solo trip abroad is very empowering. Mm. And yeah. and that like you mentioned that rush like wow I did this. Even you know taking a trip and being by yourself and having that experience it it is exhilarating. There there are no oh. there's no other way to describe it. Yeah, no, totally I agree. I remember when I was going to the U.S. to study there, I was going to do a road trip from L.A. to San Francisco by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was the first trip I was by myself. I was, yeah, I think I was 21 because, mm-hmm. yeah, I was allowed to drive. <laughs> um, and I just remember that the whole, like, I think I took like a week to do that drive. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole week, I just felt this constant pride of myself. Uh, and, and I was just so, I mean, I was making awkward selfies, sitting by myself in the restaurants, eating dinner, but I was just so full of all the experience that I was having. And, and, and just this sense that, you know, I can do these things by myself. And it's an amazing feeling. Like, yeah, I, it's really something unique, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us a little bit about the Let's Move Abroad platform and, and how that started. Yeah. So I think for me, when I moved abroad, even before I moved abroad, like a lot of people would approach me and ask for advice. Like, how are you doing it? What made you decide to do it? You know, all these sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it continued when I was living abroad, abroad and I helped a lot of friends, but also friends of friends with uh, yeah tips to move abroad. And I realized that a lot of people want to move abroad, but they get too overwhelmed or they, you know, they have setbacks and then they park their plans And I think knowing how incredible living abroad is and how incredible it can be for people, I want to inspire people to move abroad and help them. And and so I, I got this idea of like creating a platform that's really about straightforward and practical advice and really help people do it themselves. Because I think in the end, it's about 
overcoming certain fears that you might have. And that's why I talk a lot about the mental preparation in my book as well. Um, but then it's also about action. And, I, and that's when I started to write my book. Uh, and I, I've talked to a lot of experts, um, including yourself, of course. Yeah. Um, but I also talked about uh, to a lot of people who had that dream, but didn't realize it to that point. And I, I, I was just curious to know what what made them stall their plans and what they were afraid of. And I think for a lot of people, apart from the overwhelm of, of the idea of planning it all, because it's obviously, it's a big move to plan mm -hmm. and there's a lot of practicalities involved. Um, a lot of people had this fear of change. Mm -hmm. um, they're afraid to take the risk, you know, leaving their friends and family uh, behind. It's it's mm -hmm. a big change that uh, a lot of people fear. So I, I really wanted to create a guide meets workbook, basically, mm -hmm. that helps people every step along the way with activities that they can do so that they are actually actively working on it step by step and realizing at some point that hey look at me I'm actually pretty far and I'm overcoming my fears and I'm taking these steps and I'm you know closer to realizing this dream than I've ever been before and that, that at some point they are going to do it and I really wanted to be I guess that mentor along the way to help them yeah realize that dream Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, and I think you've done a really nice job, both on the platform and, and with the book. You have a lot of interesting stories on the platform, a lot of really helpful articles. And then and then the book, I found it, it was, it is very straightforward and very comprehensive. And I wish I had something like that years ago, you know, when I went to <laughs> Australia. When I went to Australia, I think I was 20. I, I did the same sort of work visa. I think I had a small little backpack, a thousand dollars in traveler's checks and like my dad's credit card. And I just went and luckily, like we had a family friend who was who was in Sydney. But I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. I <laughs> read, right. But but your guide, your book really covers everything. And I think it, it's it's such a helpful tool to help you prepare, as you said, um, and you have all the tips and the the checklist. It, like you really covered everything from from a to z yeah well as, as much as i i could i think yeah. for me the main thing is as well that i realized that every move is unique right mm -hmm. like even though our stories of our moves to australia are very similar in the sense that we both moved there with a working holiday visa with one backpack you know not a lot of money uh, in the bank like there were probably differences in the challenges that we faced or the setbacks that we had, you know? So I think that's one of the things that I, I, I find really important to, you know, tell people as well is that it's not a set in stone plan, but what I'm trying to give you is something so that you can make it your own because it will be unique. Right. And there might be setbacks and challenges that you'll face that I've never faced Mm -hmm. um, and, and that I might not cover in such a degree in the book, but that, you know, I will give you the tools at least to help you overcome them or face them. And I think that's the important thing is that, you know, it's really about giving them the, um, the opportunity to, to do it themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. And just all of the, 
the points to cover, like in terms of considerations, like things that you might not have thought of in organizing yourself to to move abroad, I think is is one of the most useful resources of the book because the, you know there there are a lot of considerations. So just pointing people in the right direction and making sure that all the bases is, are covered is is really important. Yeah, exactly. And for me, you know, it, it's not already now that the book is out for like two months, like having people sending me emails with how much the book has helped them. Like that's really what's what's driving me. Like I really like for me giving people that that confidence mm. to to live their dream and to do it. Like that's that's for me. I'm I'm just so happy that I've overcome my own um, own challenges with writing the book to mm. to then actually are helping people and, and yeah it's it's just an amazing um, feeling yeah 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 you've done a great job um, <laughs> so one of the the aspects of the book you cover both you know the emotional well being and some of the mental health the mindset and the emotions that we face and. I know this is something that I really struggled with for many, many, many years. <laughs> uh, and, and I think it is one of the key aspects of, you know, both pre-departure, departure, living abroad, and sort of, you know, once you settle in post-culture shock is, yeah. is learning how to effectively manage our minds and our emotions so that we're not overwhelmed and you have you have two chapters, right? The first chapter is prepare your mind, chapter two, and yeah. then chapter nine, understanding the emotional journey. Yeah. And I really think these are these are really important parts. And how come? What made you decide to include that? Because it's probably not very typical in terms of what I've seen in in guidebooks. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And I actually. I strongly believe that it's a huge part of uh, of planning a, a move. Um, and actually, I feel it's the first thing you should start with. Mm. And I, I think, like, obviously, I did a lot of research as well when I was, um, yeah, preparing to write the book and, and during writing. Uh, and I felt, yeah, sadly, that it like the mental preparation was often overlooked or ignored. So um, I felt very strongly to put this part in the book because I feel like if you have that mindset right and you have been able to prepare yourself mentally as much as you can, I feel it will give you this mental safety net that will make you stronger to face those setbacks and challenges a lot better. Because I think it's not about, you know, like... I still feel a lot of emotions as well, like, you know, expect guilt, all these things. Like, it's just part of living abroad. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you can't give yourself the best preparation or the best environment um, for you to face it. You know, it's about un properly understanding your wants and needs, but also your fears and triggers. Like, that's important to know so you can, yeah, face those setbacks and challenges a lot better. And I think... It's that's why I actually decided to almost start the book with that because mm. I feel if you focus on your mindset, it, that's how you set yourself up for success. The practicalities obviously are important. You know, mm. you need yeah. to find a job, you need to find a house, but 
you won't be able to do all that if there are major mindset issues if you have a constant fear you know like it's it's not going to be pleasant and it's not going to be giving you the best environment to set yourself up for success so yeah I felt it felt very strongly and still feel very strongly about it that you know it's that sense of determination that you need to build um, which is and and that mindset I've read this amazing book which is called Mindset um, Mm -hmm. by Carol Dweck yeah and um, you know it yeah 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 I love it. I, I would highly recommend it to anyone in general. But if you want to move abroad, I think it's very interesting because she talks about, you know, growth mindsets. And for me, having a growth mindset, which means that, you know, you are open to learn from your mistakes. Uh, it means that um, you don't compare yourself constantly with others. Like all these things that allow you to grow and learn on the way, which you will have to do when you're living abroad or moving abroad are all these things with that, which I think are so important and that it's, and why I talk a lot about it in my book, because I honestly think that is what sets you up for success. The practicalities are important. You need to do them, but it's a lot easier if you have that great starting point with the strong growth mindset and the ability to, to face any setbacks or, yeah, uh, challenges. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I think just having that initial awareness, you know, that, mm-hmm. that you, will, you will be a little homesick, you will feel the loneliness, you will feel the fear, and that's yeah. okay. Nothing has gone wrong. You know, allowing for your emotions and, and some of the, you know, learning from it, as you said, and becoming more resilient, building that self-confidence that you can figure things out. I mean, it's a huge part of the journey. And as I said, for myself, it was, it was something that I, I really struggled with for years mm. um, with a lot of, of doubts and questions about whether I was doing the right thing and yeah. you know, moving around a lot. I don't know if you've seen, you know, but certainly with, with my line of work as a humanitarian aid worker, you know, people moving around a lot, thinking that it was better over there than than where they were presently. Mm. And, you know, the idea that, you know, it's not better over there and you can manage your mind so that you you have the capacity to be just as happy where you are right now than, you know, being over there. Like, it it doesn't matter where you are, you have the exact same capacity to be happy. So over there is not better than than here. Yeah, totally. And and making it work with what you have in that moment at that time, I think is very important as well, because I think, you know, having traveled around and lived in various places, there is no perfect place, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. You know, every country has something, you know, that it's never going to be perfect. Like, I loved Australia, but Mm -hmm. it's not perfect for me because it's too far away from my family, right? Like, so there's always these these little things. But accepting that and then creating the best life in that moment for yourself, that's, I think, what, you know, makes a successful life and a successful move abroad and it's it 
yeah, it's that accepting that no, it's not going to be better somewhere else, and it doesn't have to be. Like you can be very happy in this place at this time with what you have and what you are surrounded with. Yeah, and it's a decision. It's a decision to be happy mm. and to okay. to enjoy it and yeah, and make the best of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's also from have like the people I've met during my journeys, like having that sense of, you know, let's make it we're, we we're, yes, we're far away from family, you know, and friends, but let's together make this the best possible mm. time of our lives. Right. And I think mm. it that's, leads to so many amazing opportunities <laughs> and memories. And I think that's been great. Yeah. And I think you you do consciously, like going back to the mindset, is that you do consciously focus on the things that you enjoy and the things that are good, you know, and the opportunities instead of getting fixated on complaining and what's not working or or what you don't like. Exactly. And I think also taking the time for that, because for mm-hmm. me, like, I, str- I struggle with bureaucracy right like oh like the the paperwork the endless waiting like I can get very frustrated with that very easily but now having you know lived abroad for over 10 years and have experience with a lot of bureaucracy because yeah you know when you move abroad you basically have to do everything right insurance and sign like all the tax papers you know you name it everything you have to um, do from scratch and it can get very frustrating. But what I've learned as well is to just accept it and to be patient. Mm. And now I, I'm so relaxed when I need to do paperwork. I'm so confident with, you know, doing it. I have this totally different mindset and, and, a, and a sense of acceptance. But what I've also done is taken the time to realize that. And, you know, it's it's like you sit down for tea and you just reminisce about that. And you're just like, you know what? I've grown significantly. Yeah. Well, I'm doing so much better with dealing with all this paperwork and, sh- you know, bureaucracy shenanigans. And, and just taking a moment, even if it's like five minutes, just to Celebrate. say that to yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I think it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Pat yourself on the back, celebrate the mm-hmm. wins. It's really, it is important. I think you're right. And yeah, certainly with things like, I was thinking about this the other day, like with bureaucracy or, or anything, any of the challenges that I've faced, you know, I've been here in Lebanon for six years now and it's not arguing with reality. If you're standing in line for your driver's license or whatever it is, you know, instead of thinking it shouldn't be this long, it shouldn't be this complicated, you know, just accepting it, that that's the way it is and that you're not arguing with reality, that it shouldn't yeah. be that way. Yeah. Um, and comparing it, I found like comparing it to the way you think it should be, like it is at home, right? Like somehow I think that's also another pitfall is that you think it should be more like it is at home, where you wouldn't necessarily have those lines or all of those those issues. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we our minds have amazing powers. And one of the things that we can do is make things look and feel much better than they actually are, right? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who've lived abroad um, and then at some point in their journey decided to move back home because they missed family, they missed their friends, and they left. 
moving back home thinking, you know, they would spend all these weekends with their family, with their friends. But the truth was different. You know, the truth was a lot of your friends are in a different phase of their life and they're busy with kids or, you know, soccer practice, you name it. And it's this bubble that bursts. And all of a sudden you realize I made something up in my mind and it's not, you know, it's not true. And actually a lot of them have moved back back, uh, abroad again and, and, you know, packed up their things. Um, and I think that's the thing, you know, it's, it's yeah, really that awareness of, of, of the now and, and of, of what you want in, and, and not making things look better than they are. Like really honestly ask yourself, do I really think this will be the case? Or, you know, am I hoping this? What am I, what am I missing? What am I trying to do? You know, and I think, um, Sometimes, um, yeah, it's not always what we had envisioned. Right. Um, but that's that being that open about it and learning from it. I think that's the important thing for sure. Right. Yes, absolutely. So when when you're speaking to people and they're they're thinking about moving abroad, like mm. what are some of the the most common questions or information that they're they're looking for? Yeah, I think a lot of people um, that what I mentioned earlier is that um, they they want to know what it's like to live away from family and friends. I think mm-hmm. that's that's a fear a lot of people share. You know, like some have older parents that might be sick or you know that that need support or um, yeah, they have a very tight group of friends that they know since they were young, mm-hmm. and leaving you know that secure blankets is is um is, is something that a lot of people are scared of and a lot of people are curious about how they do that like how do do you leave your family and friends behind and how do you start that new life abroad and make new friends right because i think mm-hmm. yeah as many many people have the, this type group of friends and and you know that's very safe and secure and and might never have been in that uh, face that challenge that they have to make new friends, right? Mm-hmm. And I think um, so. That, that's definitely a big thing. And then the other is just like, how did you do it? <laughs> Which is a very broad question, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but for me, like, yeah, that's uh, I come back to the mindset again, and I, I I tell people like, if this is something that is like. I'm curious, you know, why they ask that question as well, right? And I, I love that conversation as well. And so I always ask them, like, how long have you been living with this dream? Like, what does this dream look like? And where does it come from, you know? Yeah. And, but, and, and then some of them don't actually know. And that's why in my first chapter in the book, I also talk about, you know, creating like a moving world dream map and um, doing this exercise, which is called the why. And it's very simple. It's just asking yourself, why do I want to move abroad? You answer that. And then you continue asking yourself why for at least two more times. And that's when you get this true motivation, this true reason that you want to move abroad. And nine out of 10 times when I do this with people who dream of moving abroad, they just like, they are so surprised. 
You know, they had no idea of, of the, these underlying motivations. And it's like all of a sudden they see the lights and they're like, oh, my God, this is why I want this. And this is why I need to do it. Right. And I think that's that's really powerful. And I think a lot of people are just stuck in the in the practicalities and, and are stressed about it and overwhelmed about it. And, and then, yeah, they ask a question like, how did you do it and and I basically always reply well you can do it too Mm -hmm. you just need to really know why you want to do it right and so that's you know where you find your determination and your motivation your willpower basically which is so much more powerful than any moving world checklist out there (laughs) yeah no and I and I think you're right like that's really important when you're trying to make that decision to move And then it's also going to be important to remember that and refer back to that when things do get a little bit challenging or you're feeling a little homesick, just to remind yourself of of your why. And and that can be a very powerful reminder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like I personally sometimes struggle with expat guilt. guilt. Mm -hmm. Like I have two young kids and obviously very excited grandparents in my home country mm. who want to see their uh, grandchildren. And yeah, yeah I, I, I do deal with that, not on a daily basis, but on a regular basis. And, but then on the other hand, I, I'm reminded of the amazing adventures I'm giving my children as well. And, and I think, and, and when they do see their grandparents, it's very intimate and, and very, you know, like, cause, cause, we either stay at their place or they stay at our place. And it's really like living together for two, three weeks or even longer and, and having a complete immersion in our life. Right. Whereas instead of going, you know, and visit them for a cup of tea for an hour on the weekend. Right. You know? So I think that's for me, it's like, yes, of course it would be ideal if they would live close by, but I also know the benefits and I have to remind myself of that mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah, but it's it's knowing your yeah your why and 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 talking to yourself that way as well, which is really important. Right. And so, do you have a, a number one piece of advice that you offer to people when they're they're moving abroad? You know, don't start with the practicality. Start with you. Okay. Like, yeah. what's your state of mind? Why do you want this? Like, that's that's where you have to start. Um, and I think it will all get easier from there as well. Like planning a move, um, you know, there, there are so many things involved. But once you have your mental safety net ready and your mental state and your, your state of mind, for me, that's where it all starts. And then, you know, you have this, this motivation and it, it, then you'll, you're open to new opportunities. And I think that's that's where it's, it all has to start. Um, and then for, for, I guess, my second piece of advice is, is, yeah, be open to new opportunities. I think a lot of people are have this dream in their head, which is very fixed. Um, and I think when you move abroad, you have to have this sense of flexibility and openness for new things and, and new opportunities. So 
It might mean a career change. It might mean um, a different country than what you had in mind. Like, don't get stuck into this ideal dream of Europe that that you have in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think having that sense of flexibility that's what's important because things will change. They inevitably will change. Like how how well you plan it's it doesn't matter mm. things will change you know there will always be setbacks there will always be things uh, that happen so don't get fixed on this ideal plan and, and have a backup plan have a plan c <laughs> um you know and really have this sense of flexibility because that's that will allow you to you know shift gears change plans and get ultimately to what you want, which is move abroad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That makes sense. Um, do you think, have you had a lot more people looking to move abroad post pandemic? I'm just wondering if, you know, things have changed so much. Mm-hmm. And I know I've spoken to people that were never considering it before, but are certainly interested now, but are you seeing a significant increase in people wanting to move abroad? Yeah, I do. And I think it has several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I always like reading about those trends, you know, of, mm-hmm. uh, for example, now there is a huge trend of Americans moving to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think COVID did a couple things. Um, one, obviously, the remote work system that has gained in popularity a lot uh, more flexibility from from companies to allow their um, employees to move abroad Mm. Um, but then on the other end it's also countries who are changing the visa rules and making it a lot more appealing Mm -hmm. to move to their country right Mm -hmm. either it's in texas or just you know an easier visa that you can apply for or all these things that makes it yeah a lot more achievable than a couple of years before um and i think now that people have seen you know that those that it's more attainable i think more people are changing their minds and 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 feel interested to move abroad um so yeah there there's definitely i think this rise in people who feel they want to change their lives and and um probably get to the conclusion that um, and moving abroad adventure is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, and, and I really am struck by the number of countries now which, which do have these digital nomad visas. And sometimes I do <laughs> sort of sit and go through them all. And I mean, there are web- I know. <laughs> <laughs> lists all the letters are like, oh, Mauritius, oh. Yeah, I know. Like, I think like a year ago or something, it was, I think it was the Bahamas who had like this 12 month um, remote visa. And I was just, oh my God. <laughs> I, like, it's, you know, it's just these, these opportunities. And I think that's, that's, you know, it's more in the news. Um, it, it's, it's often in the news that, you know, countries have changed their visa requirements and, and introduced new visas. Yeah. And all of a sudden people are like, hold on, yeah. I can spend 12 months in the Bahamas for, <laughs> you know, a lower cost of living. Yeah. And, you know, in a beachside hotel or apartment. Like, yep. 
Yeah, yeah why not, right? Yeah. And I think that's the thing as well. Like for me, one going back actually to you know questions people ask me often is one of the questions people ask me often is like, you know, is this going to be your life forever? And and I'm always like forever. Is it's a big word, yeah. you know, and I think now also with these opportunities, people realize it doesn't have to be forever. No. You can do something like this for a year yeah. or two and yeah. go back and have yeah. gained this amazing experience, have, you know, have, have faced new opportunities, gained amazing memories. And all of this is possible because of the, the new visas and, and requirements and things. And I think that has opened uh, a lot of opportunities for people out there who might have been a little bit cautious about it and now all of a sudden see that you know what I don't have to do this forever I can do this for a couple months and and do something amazing exactly yes I think thinking about it in forever can be quite overwhelming and Hmm. definitely even for myself it it kind of makes me a little panicky, but yeah, I mean, you can always <laughs> go home. I probably will do it forever, but yeah, I know, you know, just taking it, you know, one day at a time, one trip at a time, one move at a time, and you can always, always go home. So don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing I say as well, like whatever you do, always make sure you have money in the bank for a return ticket home. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll move back home, yeah. which, by the way, isn't as easy as I'm, I'm saying at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like if, if you want to try it out for a year, try it out for a year and, and, and yeah. go for it and then see where it lands you. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So do you have, you know, interesting stories that from your time living abroad that you you like to share? I think for me, it's the stories of the people that I've met, like, um, and, and from, like from all over the world with different cultures, different backgrounds. And for me, it's the lessons that I've learned from them that I've, I feel very, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a great feeling to have, have that, have had that experience. Um, and I love, you know, the moments that I had with friends, I'll give you one example. Like, I feel like there's always a common mindset with the people I've met abroad, especially, mm-hmm. you know, the experts abroad. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's this sense of community that you build and, and also that they're always there for you. You know, because they become your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're, they're the only family you have in that place where you live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I feel that is something I, I feel um, it is so beautiful. And 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 those moments that they are there for you um, when you need it. You know, um, and 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 also this sense of let's do it together. You know, like whether it's going away for a weekend or helping someone out when, you know, they need a job, for example. And I think that's really, um, I think, unique to that that community of people who live abroad. Um, that it's that sense of we're in this together. Mm-hmm. We might have very different opinions, different interests, you know, all these things, but what uh, unites us is that sense of living abroad and that we want to help each other and that's that that 
that is that common ground that's very powerful i think mm-hmm. um and and yeah that that for me is something i feel very um, happy with having experienced that mm-hmm. and you do form these bonds that go much deeper quicker i find yeah yeah exactly and what I always find interesting like you know talking to some of my friends here the other day like um she said she told me about this friend that she had who she met when she lived somewhere else abroad and she said like it's you wouldn't know that that's my friend like she says we're so different we're different in the way we uh dress we're so different in our interests Mm -hmm. we're so you know different in our upbringing Mm -hmm. in our beliefs but she said it doesn't matter like we're the closest friends ever and I think that sense of openness towards people Mm -hmm. is so special Mm -hmm. because sometimes when we're you know back home and you know you kind of have this like these are my friends you know and if someone new comes in it's like oh who are you you know it's like this suspicion (laughs) it's a suspicion or something and I feel like when you live abroad you open yourself up to people and really get to know them on a different level very quickly and um, that I think that's pretty unique and um, and has given me some incredible friendships so yeah 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 and I've enjoyed, like, especially with some of the people that I've met, some of the the friendships I've had have lasted years and years and others, you know, I've moved away and I've, I've never spoken to them since. And we sort of kept in touch briefly, but, you know, just, just having those relationships, whether they're forever or just for a couple of years, they, they really are impactful and and do make the experience for me wherever I am they're an important part of the experience overall yeah totally I agree yeah so you're living in Dubai currently do you have any idea where you want to go next or what your plans are well yeah I think like Dubai has been uh really great and I think I could spend another two years here for sure (laughs) you know what we were just discussing about COVID and some other, I guess, political and economical changes that are happening at the moment. I feel I would be uh, keen to get a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sister lives in France and my parents actually are moving to France as well. So I, I guess I inspired them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably like a max two hour flight you know somewhere closer that's that would be ideal but let's see um yeah those things it takes time right from uh, the moment you think about it to then actually doing it but yeah uh probably (laughs) okay well do you have any other advice anything else you want to add well i think for anyone listening at the moment if This is a dream, you know, you've been dreaming about for a long time. I would say, you know, don't look back in 10 years time regretting, Mm. you know, your decision for not going after your dream. I think uh, I personally believe we only live once. So, you know, Mm -hmm. just try it, just try it. And and if, if you really... 
unsure about leaving your family and friends or have any other things that are holding you home, like just try it for three months, uh, do a volunteer program, you know, somewhere and just see, just experience that and then take it from there. Right. I know actually a lot of people who teaching abroad for a year and then they've never left. Right. right. So I think <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, you will never leave, but I'm just saying, it just goes to show that if you try it, you never know where it lands you. It might take you home in a year's time. It might take you on another adventure, but just go and do it. That's, that's um, I guess, my last advice. Right. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I can't recommend it more. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You. And yeah, so people can find you on the letsmoveabroad.com platform and your book, Let's Move Abroad is available on Amazon and I guess wherever else you buy your, your books. I think it would make a fabulous Christmas present. Maybe if you know someone who's interested or thinking about possibly moving abroad, if, if not for yourself. So definitely look it up. I highly recommend it. And we'll put all of this in the show notes so people will know exactly how to get a hold of you and, and where to find you. And um, thank you again. It, it's been a, a real, a real pleasure. Thank you, Trista. Thank you. And thank you everybody for listening in and we'll have another episode in two weeks. If you are at all interested in trying coaching for yourself, I do offer free one hour coaching sessions You can find the link to my calendar in the show notes or head over to my website at tristagurton.com and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, you can head to tristagurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista B. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.